Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Barrett podcast. My name is Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Barrett. I'm realizing I start every episode like this where I talk about how huge my following is on Instagram and stuff, and then I make fun of you for not being on social media, and then you're like, oh, but it's cool that I'm not on social media because, you know, Zuckerberg. Because I've avoided all the horribleness that comes with Facebook, and look at our whole society now. It's been ripped apart. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Good joke. So what (laughs) It's not a joke. My name is Mike. My name is Mike. My name is Peter. Hey, everybody. Or Pete. Uh, That's how I go. Peter, Peter. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening. This is Pete's podcast. This is my co-host, Mike. Uh, He is uh, dad and buried uh, something. It's a play on dead and buried. uh, Because basically what happens is when you have a kid, you feel like your life is over and you're dead and also buried. Under the, under weight, the weight of, of responsibility, responsibility to deliver well-adjusted kids into society. Yeah. Good luck with that one. Is this what it's <laughs> okay. like? Roasted? Are you roasting me right now? No. No, I'm just I'm speaking truth to power, Mike. I'm we should do an episode where we pretend to be each other, like we, we play each other's roles. Oh, yeah? That would be such a yeah. funny, fun I'll wear, episode. I'll wear a pineapple shirt. Yeah. And talk about should. my vomit bowl. And I'll just, I guess I'll just show up and start spouting things <laughs> off and just That's exactly using, right. just like interrupting and then immediately putting like random thoughts that I have about a, a show that I once saw and then and singing it, a theme tune of some kind. Look, I will sing my ass off. You got to be loud and annoying. Do you? Yeah. I don't think that's you're the being, way. To... I'm saying if you're trying to be me. Oh, well, that's true. But, uh, you know, uh, listen, Mike, we make a good duo. You bring a lot of things that I couldn't possibly bring to the table. Like, uh, well, what is it? Like, um, hmm, hold on a second. Let me just. Anyway, now you speak. You bring (laughs) a British accent that I. Which I can do, actually. That's actually really true. I could could do. The rest of the podcast is going to be British Pete. Hello, everyone. It's British okay. Pete. All right. God, that really makes me sick to my stomach. I'm going to need that vomit bowl. Anyway, so <laughs> we, we are back with another episode. Um, school still hasn't started yet here in New York. It starts next week, which coincides with my eldest son's birthday. Oh, my um, God. This will be the first day in a long time, the first birthday in a long time where he's not in school for it. Um, the school year will not have started before his birthday. His birthday is right in the middle of the month. And we're not starting until like the 16th, I think, right? Um, the 21st? Well, I think the first the official day is like the 16th. I hope it is, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they even know. That's what's crazy. I don't, think, I don't think even it. the school system knows. No, no, it's, it's true because honestly, New York, you didn't have enough time. You only no. had the four months that it was during the pandemic. And then, of course, oh, right. Yeah, the four months, you know after the pandemic to get your shit together but good call on postponing another we week all look cut them some slack time flies when you're having fun and you're or when you're going to club med i mean come on what the fuck are you doing have you been get, to club med yeah it's like a small covid experiment you know what <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put my kids in small land in ikea they're going to be inoculated oh from COVID. You know what? Again. The one thing stronger than COVID is a Band-Aid in the mouth from the uh, the bottom of the IKEA oh ball God. pit in Smallland. 
that will inoculate you from anything. You were disgusting. Uh, have you why? been back to Ikea since? Uh, since no, no, of course not. Has your wife? No, but not for lack of trying. <laughs> like, just go to Anderson. Standing outside. Yeah. No. Trying to get in. You can't do it. Yeah. No, they can't. Um, so September is, it, it, it's a time of rebirth, really, Pete. This is our first September episode. Is that true? God, no, it's not at all, man. Well, we record, no, I'm not saying that it's a time of rebirth. Oh, it, joke the first fall September- is the time of death. But is it, is this our first September episode of the year? It was a good joke. Yeah, God damn it. It is. It is the first because it's the eighth. Yes, it is. Yeah, but it, but it comes out on the 10th or the 11th. Oh, good call. You just good got call. crushed. You just I got glory. No, no, we we uh, we put one out last week, which was the second. So the day this goes out uh, is uh, the opening day for football, which I'm still not entirely sure is going to happen. It's supposed to be happening. Oh we'll find God. out later could, tonight if you're listening to this on Thursday. It night. has to happen. Come on, everything else is over. I mean, they got hockey for God's sakes. Yeah, I know. But we'll you're going to do hockey, do football. Every time they open a new school, within like three days, there's like 300 cases. Now we're talking about school. You just were talking about hockey. We're talking about football. We're really you brought up hockey. I'm talking about fall, which is about school, back to school. Yeah. It's about football. It's about a bunch of birthdays in my house, and it's about um, you know the start of the new television season, or it used to be before streaming. Hey, uh, my I have so many strong feelings about opening school. I just I don't want. I don't think we should really get into it because I think we're gonna get diverted. Here's what we'll AKA, do. I think it should open. When I mean, not in not in a down. not in a like no mask, like just oh, in the school kind of way, but in like, uh, hey, look, if you're gonna follow the data, like you kind of have to open school because you can't. What are you gonna do? Like, just live your life in a in a fucking hole? Like the day, it's like things have opened for the last five months and things have been okay. Specifically in New York City is what I'm talking about. Here's what we're gonna do. So Mom and Barry and I, I, when you were on one of your 17 vacations this summer, we did an episode on Back to School, which I don't know if you heard it. You should Mm -hmm. check it out. It's the Dad and Barry podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify. I don't know. So when when we open next week or whatever, and then in a month when school shut down again, when they're preparing to reopen, me and you will do a Back to School episode Uh, during COVID, okay? So in like November, when we're finally coming back. I'll save my opinions and just scream into my pillow like I know. You already made your opinions pretty clear. Um, Open schools at the expense of everyone's children and the teachers. Not really. I mean, I mean, let's... Isn't it? Yeah, no, not really. I mean, come on, guys. Let's... Kids, it's half... Lots of half of the people, a quarter of the kids are going to be in school. Teachers are going to be well, uh, uh, you know, kind of masked up. If you are a teacher and you're worried about starting school, um, I I thoroughly encourage you to wear a mask throughout the day. It'll greatly reduce the risk of transmission and just wear like a hardcore serious mask, even if a kid doesn't do that. If you were a teacher and you didn't believe it, listen to me. We're not going to get into it because here's the deal. You have post office workers, firemen, police officers. Like There have been a lot of like people who have been doing in close contact with a lot of different people for a long time. Post, I'm going to get, I'm going to say post scary time, which is April. So since April, uh, we have consistently um, got... Okay, what about flu season? All right, so guess what? <laughs> Everything that we do now has shifted. 
Have if you, you ever you been cannot this walk around on this what? podcast? I don't think you've ever been this passionate about anything on this podcast. Yeah, because honestly, I can't. I can't go another minute with, with your kids, kids inside you. my house. I just stop. At first, it was like kind of, um, in you know, it's sort of like a scare. It was a very scary time, and yeah, once like that started, like yeah, and once it, yeah, yeah, once it started to pass, and you kind of made it. You had to make it fun for your kids and your family, and you're like, it's going to be okay. And that was a very scary time in April because uh, you didn't know whether food was going to run out or not, if, you know, lest we remember. You or toilet paper. going to run out. God. That happened real quick. Toilet you know, paper. Toilet yeah. paper. Yeah, people panicked. Oh. I never panicked about toilet paper. Yeah, we know, Mike. <laughs> Look, man. You just rode that wave. You're like, problem. toilet it's paper. Yes. Why is there a run on toilet paper? Anyway, so look, it's, it's funny that you're talking about, so we did a forced family bonding episode about, you know, you're under quarantine and what are you doing with your kids mm -hmm. to survive and all that stuff. Um, but now that life is, is slowly crawling back to normal, much right. too slowly for, for Pete's taste, obviously. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk, well, you actually wanted to talk about family dinners, which I think um, you've been having a lot more of together since, you yes. know, rushing home from work, everybody's home start dinner. So I asked a bunch of poll questions and we're going to get into the answers. Some stuff that I think was normal in the eighties. I wanted to see, you know, is it still normal? Is it still normal today, Pete? It That's is. That's what I wanted to find out. Well, why is everything in the eighties? Not good. What no, about the but it was, it was how long it was 30 years ago, right? The world has changed. There were no to iPhones what? in the eighties. Do you remember growing up with no iPhones? I bet you don't. To all their kids and their complicated shoes and their hipping and their hopping and their bipping and their bopping and All right, we're going to be right back after this to uh, hopefully to not hear any more of Pete's Bill Cosby impersonation and talk about um, family eating meals together, family traditions, and other stuff that may or may not still be happening in uh, 2020. Right after this delicious gelato. I said no more. I said stop. All right, everybody, we're back to the Danbury podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about some of the family traditions that, um, you know, we used to have. You know what? Maybe when you were a kid, you had some of these traditions with your family. And uh, maybe nowadays you don't. Or maybe you still do. You know what? I asked a bunch of poll questions. The way Instagram works is you have to give basically a yes or no answer. Um, there's a little bit of controversy on my Instagram feed because people were angry that there wasn't an in-between answer. And I got in a bunch of arguments with people about this is just the way the fucking widget works. Get yeah. off my It's F, marry, or kill. What do you exactly. want me to do? What do you want me to do? It's Instagram. No. F, no. It's marry, either, or kill. It's either, and it's a turkey. Marry or kill. It's Santa either Claus. marry or kill. This is the thing. It's either marry God. or kill. And people, if they wanted to do there's F. There's no F. You can't. There's no F. Goddamn Instagram. Another no thanks, Facebook, for ruining yet another social media platform that we all enjoy and get ads on. I could have asked, I could have asked the multiple choice questions with each question, but that's even more of a pain and even more confusing. Try who is it, it simple? Who is it more just just sorry, just an interject. Who's it more of a pain for? The multiple choice question? Me. Is it? The person yeah, doing yeah, all the yeah. work. 
<laughs> doing this, putting it out for free in the world. Nobody pays me for my Instagram. Oh, my God. My Instagram. You know what? Oh, what? <laughs> ah, sandwich. To the moon. <laughs> Oh anyway, before we get into the episode and the various poll questions I asked, um, I did want to remind everybody that you can, this is like our 78th episode or something somehow. Um, yep. We've been doing this for a year and a half plus. Yeah. Um, and you can hear us on Apple, Spotify, anywhere else you get your podcast. You can watch us on YouTube. That's an easy place to leave individual comments on episodes. Um, and if you want, you can you can leave us a review or a star rating. Um, and but let me just tell you, if you're a bot, don't even think about watching this on YouTube. Do you understand me, bots? Okay, carry on, Mike. Thank you for that public service announcement to the bots. Um, and if you want, you can leave a review and leave a rating and uh, and also even throw us a little bit of money on Anchor, like Ryan Miller and MS Babayan do, or on Patreon, like, like all of these people do. Check your kids at the door. Chris Coleman, M. Daniel1980, Mallory McKenzie, Tina Davis, Miriam, Rob Gilberry, who's pretty new, Lindsay Woodruff, Andrea Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill D'Amica. Got a story about... Uh, Dana Bozday, Jacques Kopar, Morning Glow, Cotton Farmer AZ, Wes Clark, Jennifer Wynn, Julie McCarthy, Paula Polsky, Mary Williams, and Julie Burton. Um, so it reminded me, I meant to tell you that over the weekend, um, we went to uh, Six Flags, um, so the Great Adventure Safari, whatever it's called. Wait, what? Yeah, we drove an hour and a half to Jersey. You went um, to a amusement park? We didn't go to the amusement park. We just go to the safari where you stay in the car and you drive through basically an outdoor zoo. Okay. Okay. It was it was maybe the best zoo experience I've ever had. Really? It was incredible. It was like you're in the car for like two to three hours. Um, there's a lot of cars ahead of you or whatever. But, okay. That's a strange way but to here's the thing. open here's the, thing. the normally greatest going experience. To the zoo, like, normally going to the zoo in like August or September, like the dog days of summer, is really uncomfortable and hot and humid. Just what yeah. happens the day you decide to go to the zoo, that's what happens. And a lot of times, like, the animals are hiding in the shade and they're not having a good time either. Yeah. In this situation, you are in the car with some With AC, the animals. With the AC kicking. <laughs> the animals yeah. were out and about. They were having Just, a great time. They were kicking it. We saw tigers and lions and baboons and giraffes and new... GNU, the G is silent, and emus and Wait, water all, buffalo. All together? Just all together, all like chilling. Lion King. They're all having yeah, a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It was wow. It was That's cool. It was a blast. Um That's cool. and one of our listeners actually who works at, at Six Flags hooked me up with tickets. Um I would highly recommend going. I could not believe it. I was going I, I anticipated hating everything about it. <laughs> That's I weird. That's how I live my life. That's how That's I live my weird. life. Oh, right. um, and it was it was a blast and it was a great family bonding experience um unlike family bonding home, experience yes we were all in the car together pointing out the animals that's cool it is nice when your kids can just for like 10 minutes be like oh look at that house or like yes. just look at different things and you're like oh that's a good one and you can like you can encourage them by saying that is that's a great observation, they were excited to see the many different animals on display, and it was fun to see how exciting they were. That's fun. Uh, excited they were, and I was I like really that. shocked at how many. Because um, usually when you go to the, the zoo, the best animals you want to see are either hard to see or they're not right. around or whatever. Right. And in this right. situation, they were very out out and open, which was great. So and how were the fun. public bathrooms? Uh, there's like before you go in, you pull off and, and you, you just get shit in the dirt. Use the yeah, yeah. And then right next to the lion. 
the, one, the Lions the are like, drug. God, this guy again? I hate this facility. <laughs> I told you, I, had, I have IBS. <laughs> anyway, so it was a wonderful family bonding experience. And, and, and it's funny because later that day, you and I were talking about um, what this episode should be about. And you mentioned um, family dinner. Right. Um, and it got me, the fact that I had been to the zoo um, and you mentioning family dinner just got me thinking about family bonding experiences um, and whether they happen the same way they used to. So I took, I took to Instagram and I asked a series of poll questions oh, to my many, loyal, my many loyal followers. You wouldn't know a thing about that because you don't know what Instagram is. Nope. nope. Um, and let me tell you. Did they answer or did they answer? I don't know because you didn't fill out our little document that we used. Oh, you're right. Life. I did. Yeah. Look, you know yeah. what? I don't need <laughs> yeah. that kind of BS. So what I wanted to ask you was, why did you want to talk about family dinner? Um, that's a good question. I ha It just kind of came to me because um, we had been doing some family dinners and it was actually not something we normally do. Oh, it's and not. No, no. We we basic we have normally we feed the kids and we're around while we feed the kids and they all, all the kids sit together. But we're it's it's the time, and also what we do is we don't we we're not uh, progressive enough or have enough patience to cook. You're not woke to cook to cook human food, i.e., food that we enjoy eating while also trying to get them to eat it like well, do you have separate meals for the kid like you and your wife have a separate well, meal yeah we'll just like come in and like you know crush out a certain meal for the kids that we know and we mix it up it's not the same meal every day of course and you know there's but then you'll but, get them to eat and then you'll get like them no to one to do whatever they're doing and then you guys will eat together yeah no, none of the none of these kids are eating quinoa and like you know things that have other flavors or Indian food or so whatever what it is. So chicken nuggets, mac and cheese. <laughs> Every night? Oh my For God. Goddamn America. True. I have seen your wife's Instagram. No, but yeah, but no, but then we have vegetables and there's also, I mean, it's a it mix it up every now and again. It's not just chicken nuggets every night, but it's, it is definitely, there's a grain of some kind. There's a, a, a meatball, like whatever, pasta. Table. You don't all sit at the table and no. eat at the same time. That's no. rare. And then that's rare. That's rare. And then we started doing it and started to notice something. What's that? And Mike, let me tell you, when I start to notice things, things happen. What did you and, notice, Pete? Uh, just that, you know, attention spans grew. You know, they could sit longer. We, would, we were hanging out. More fun. <laughs> it sounds fun. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really selling. I'm really saying. So, so then I it got me thinking because then we, because we've since it kind of, we, it was a small period. It was a window. I'm just going to call it a window. And then we kind of stopped doing it. And I was like, huh, I wonder, you know, because I used to eat every night with my family. And then I was, but I just, that's not something that I have carried on with my kids. And I was like, what the well, fuck is up with that? That's, that's all. Why, that's oh, what I it was, ask. Mike. And then I texted questions. you, should we do this topic? And then you said, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you got mad. At me. Got mad <laughs> no, at me. but you, you, anyway, 
Yeah, you got dude. mad at me because because we had oh a conversation. You were like, I don't need this shit. Not even. <laughs> you were like, well, what about this? What about that? What about that? I was like, Jesus, well, then don't do it. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was it was too many. It was too much, dude. Anyway, you didn't was, understand that. People, you didn't understand that. Share, That's fine. Gonna, you didn't understand. I'm gonna that. post on Instagram a Great. photo of our conversation. It was like three three comments. And then no, but it was like, like look, and I was very specific about what it was and how it brought. And you're like, I still don't understand. It was like, oh my no, fucking no, no. god. I said okay. we talked about it before, so let's tweak it. And you you got that we, we talked like, about we talked about taking kids to restaurants. You didn't like that I disagreed slightly. No, he, no you said. We had it's talked okay. about kids. Taking kids to restaurants was a topic, and that is its see. own topic. I'm going to share. I'm going to share. I'll share. Right, Don't worry about it. Anyway, so so I asked that in a series of questions. But I'm surprised because I thought you were going to be like, oh, we do family dinner all the time. No, um, we don't. But I asked the question. Surprise. And, and Mom and Barry and the kids and I, I would say we do it a fair amount, and we do mostly try to eat the same thing, which often becomes a nightmare, and it's us trying to scream, like force the kids to eat. And they say they don't like it, even though they liked it two days ago. And all that shit that goes with okay. trying to get your kids to eat dinner. It's not so a Wait a second. The, the great angry dad and buried is sitting with his kids eating delicious grown up food and his kids are eating it. No, that... I'm no, I'm not. Are you no, meaning like, are you doing it or how often would you say? Um, I don't know, because you lose all sense of time during this yeah. quarantine and during the summer, which is like quarantine on steroids. It's a we do it. Amount we'll be at the table together. Whether we we're all eating at the same time is, is, is a little bit up in the air. But when I asked people, 7,500 people or 6,500 people answered the question, and 5,000 of them said most of the time we eat together. We eat family dinner together. See, that's the thing. I think I'm, I'm really fucking blowing it. You are blowing it. Because I'm not, we're not doing that. How, but, all right, can I just describe where the kids are there, sat around the table, and one of us is there, you know, kind of help, like, cleaning up and, and, and there, the kitchen and the, and the, the. Well, somebody's, the, like, out, up and about and, like, doing other stuff while the kids Yeah, the are parent, like, the, the kids just aren't eating by themselves. The parent right. is around, but it's, um, and. Yeah, we're we're talking about different things, but um, often it's just really just about like, I mean, the different things are who's not eating and yeah. why aren't you eating? <laughs> I know. I know. Why, why can't you just eating? fucking eat? And why I don't know. You like, that... Three more bites. Yeah. So fuck's... the actual way I worded the question was, do you sit down together for dinner as a family? And seventy six percent said most of the time. That's cool. That's then I good. said, then I said, you go around the table and talk about your days and like how it was and stuff. And 73% said they'd do something like that, where, like, some people messaged me and said they did, like, Peaks and Pits or High yeah. Level Buffalo, which is, like, the same thing. Like, just kind of trick to try to get your kids to talk and have a conversation. Yeah. Um, oftentimes, we let the kid who's going to be 10 in a week, oftentimes, he has his Kindle. Um, and if there's a lull, he just reads <laughs> his Kindle, which is probably not the best practice um, for learning how to have a conversation. Stuff. But we even have, like, like it, there's like decks of conversation cards that like somebody gave us as a gift or something where you pick it out and it's like, you know, if you were on a desert island, yeah, and you're yeah. like kid oriented, right. right? So you just, they're convers icebreakers because you need to have icebreakers for conversations with your children. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. We, we do the same thing, but it's instead of icebreakers, it's cards against humanity. And <laughs> yeah, a right. lot of it is 
yeah Raunch. it's it's not it's not good but 76 percent um, said they sit down and eat dinner together and 73 percent said that they they go around the table and like talk about their days and stuff that's fantastic that's good that's very good and i think uh that's what you know i feel like that's uh, that's what spurred this uh the the question you know like I am i i think i feel like we're doing it wrong so i asked do you usually have home cooked meals what do you think the numbers were on that uh well if 70 uh here all right let me extrapolate if 76 said it was around the table i would say 70 percent was home cooked meals 89 percent. all right there you go usually have home cooked meals right so we order out i would say before quarantine we ordered out we had like friday night pizza night and then like one other night like mom and barry and i would get like sushi or thai or something like that that has gone up probably to like three or four (laughs) depending on the week Okay. Um, because even though Wait, you, you know, guys would order out more during quarantine. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We, 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 uh, we would order about the same as you during quarantine, uh, or pre quarantine, like a couple, a couple times a week, maybe once or twice a week, like you said, but we ended up getting groceries. Like we're our number one yeah. goal for the week. It was almost like the hunter gatherer thing. It was like coming back with like an ungodly amount of groceries, where it was like, because <laughs> we're not spending it on anything else. We're not going out. Yeah, yeah. No one's true. going out anymore. No one's doing anything. We've so we've done just... a lot of grocery shopping, but yeah, yeah. The food tends to go quicker during the day because everybody's yeah. home at the same time. Um, and also, I don't know. There's something about so like I'm not racing home from work, and Mama Berry's not racing home from work. And I try to get home and then like not have any time to cook, but. Something about uh, like the formlessness of the days sometimes makes it harder for us to get it together and like cook something. But apparently we're we're uh, we're outliers because only eleven percent of people said nobody got time for those home cooked meals. Eighty nine percent. I know. Yeah, I, home cooked meals are. Uh, so we uh, we will cook. We cook every night for the kids. Now it's not. Um, you know, it's not gourmet necessarily meaning you for the kids that is it's not like you know it's like standard yeah, once they go to bed there yeah once they go to bed then it's like yummy yummy yum actually my oh, wife is a don't do that good cook. don't do that for the three people that get that reference yeah it's <laughs> not gourmet no um no. so then i asked do the kids get dessert every night so in my when i was a kid growing up i honestly don't remember i'm pretty sure it was like a treat and it wasn't every night um in my house the kids get dessert every night it's partially because we use it as like you know here's final call before bedtime dessert now you're going to bed right after this kind of thing well Um, hold on a second like anything just you know weaponize it uh have you finished your have you finished your food no okay well then just and then and then the best is uh we do this where it's like all right just finish half of it and then is this enough all right finish half of that yes yeah and they're like and then and then they're like well you know then simple logic kicks in they're like wait hold on a second but then i just finished half i'm like hey guy who's holding all the cards here i've got your delicious dessert and then i start stroking my invisible mustache and curling it up at me like yo this is called extortion. And they must look really it up. respect the invisible mustache twirl. Yeah, they really respect it. Actually, it is, um, it's somewhat, what I do also, 
outside of negative reinforcement, which is obviously a great thing that you can use to uh, <laughs> to really just fuck your kids up, is positive reinforcement. So what I do is I'll focus on the kid who's finished, and I'll start rewarding them with like yeah. double and triple desserts. And then you other kids are like, wait, what? Yeah. What? What are you talking about? And I'm like, what? This person's finished their dessert. They're finished all their food. But you didn't say that. And I go, I don't have to, motherfucker. So, this is my house. These are my rules. Not only are you weaponizing dessert, you're weaponizing and then, positive reinforcement. <laughs> yeah. And then and then someone else enters the room and goes, no, it's not. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. They start crying. All right. Um, all right. So I, me and Mama Berry do tend to give our kids dessert. But like I said, it's kind of like, it's like the warning bell, like you hear with dessert, that's we're wrapping it up and now everyone's going to bed. Um, 71% or 29% said they do it every night. 71% said you got to earn that shit. Like you said. Yeah. You got to earn it. No, no. Yeah, there's but you a mean lot earn of it by finishing the meal or do you mean earn it by like behavior? Well, thank you, Mike. Both of those things qualify. And really it does, it, it, they, it means the same. Like if you're up, and running around during oh, dinner, and if you can't sit down and you're dancing because you just have to do one thing, which is get up and just shake your body, and even though you've been told not to do that multiple times, but just times. this one time, it's this is going to be the time that brings down the house. There's dessert gone. Yeah, just gone. Right like, out from no. India. No more dessert. But, but it, and what, I, what I do like is there is a bit of a resignation, which actually I kind of enjoy. Not enjoy, but it's just, it's, you know, you know, one of my, my son or my, my middle daughter, just someone will be, be like, you know what? I'm not going to have dessert. <laughs> just like produce their plate. <laughs> like, I'm going to yeah. be like, you know what? It's just not happening tonight. I'm not having dessert. So what are not you going to do? And then they no, well then they just take away all my power immediately. And then I just like, okay, well, well played. Well played. I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow on the court. You got home. The and then they start stroking their invisible mustache. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a it's a wonderful, wonderful life that we live. So here's another question about family bonding activities, which I think this is harder than it used to be, um, for a variety of reasons. But do you watch TV together as a family was the next question I asked. Now, back in the day, it was like, and even when we were growing up and we had cable and stuff, there were just far fewer options, right? It was like, whatever is on is on. Right. And if, if it's a wonderful world of Disney or whatever, or, you know, Murphy Brown, right? Those are basically the two options most of the yeah. time, I think. Um, are you going to sit down with your kids and watch that and like find something to bond over? Now, you know, the kid can watch... You know, he can go dial up whatever he or she wants on countless kids shows on Netflix, all these right. streaming platforms. So it's a little bit harder because you need to find something that you can all that you can all kind of agree right. on. And usually one of you is is giving in. Right. So my son, my oldest son really likes to watch um, like fl the Flash show, which is on like UPN or the CW or WB or whatever one of those yeah. things is. Yeah. It's about. Flash the superhero and it's right. it it's cheesy because it's like network TV or whatever, but I'll like tolerate it, right? Or we'll watch like Parks and Rec, which is like pretty good and like good natured. There's a, a handful of like sex and relationship things that maybe they don't get. Um, but that's like compromising. Either we compromise his way and watch the flash, or we compromise my way and watch something like that. Otherwise, it's just put on what you want and I'll be on my phone. Right. 
Well, you do any of those things. So family, what you're saying is family movie night or family TV night or yes. watching as a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you do that? We have started to do it more. So uh, I have now I have a six-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 12-year-old, which is very yeah. different from like a five-year-old, nine, you know, it's just yeah, attention man, spans. Like it, it just, it well, it just, it, it comes down to the, it's sort of lowest common denominator. Let me put it that way. So you watch if the you have, Well, no, if you have a, if your kid can't understand concepts, there's been a couple of times it's been really sweet and quite cute where, you know, my, my six-year-old would be like, I don't understand these words. <laughs> we'll be yeah, watching right. something. And he's what like, I just happen? don't, I just don't understand what they're what they're saying even like i don't i know it's english but i don't even understand what they're talking about and so he's like can i go on my ipad or whatever and you know that's i i remember i actually remember that like you know just not quite understanding even what the hell is going on on but the, the TV, kid even has though an it option now the kid has an option now to be like can i go on my ipad or can i go watch something yeah. else on you know a different streaming network? my we, four and a half year old would just get up and leave and be like, I'm gonna go do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we do we we kind of, oh we oh please we've made the wonderful distinction of big screen versus small screen. Uh -huh. Like no no small screens, only big screens. You little sh son of a just big screen only. So you can only watch a TV show on the big screen. You can't watch your like kids YouTube whatever the right 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 is. yeah. So um. But I do, we do, we do enjoy a good, we've been done, we've been doing like Back to the Future, like, you know, the wonderful, like old time, taking a leaf oh. out of an early episode, earlier episode, when we did uh, watching movies with kids, yes. I took a couple suggestions. I think uh, Back oh, to the Future the, was one of them. The stuff people mentioned, you were like, that's a good call. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we started doing the Pir Pirates of the Caribbean, like things that are just kind of visually stimulating and also, you know, you don't mind watching. Except for, yeah, yeah, yeah. That worked. So I asked that question and 65% of people, they do do bond together with some family, uh, some family TV. I would be curious, maybe I'll ask a follow up what they watch. Um, yeah. We never really super got into like TV shows. We got into we had an episode about kids TV shows, which no adult wants to watch. Right. And we talked about movies to share with your kids. We never really talked about TV shows, which you can pretty much I could dial up whatever I want right now. Like I've shown them Brady Bunch. I could show them He-Man or G.I. Joe if I want. Or we could show them Modern Family, which they like a little bit, which I don't really like, or Parks and Rec. Next, I think Sex in the City, and then Oz. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw Oz on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how it goes. It goes me with Parks and Rec, or <laughs> Sopranos, or Oz. Just exactly. that's it. Just why is that guy doing that thing to that guy? Um, you know, uh, I, I, we do. There's a little bit of competition. The problem is, is that each of my kids likes to watch very specific things with yes. me and my wife. And if another one of the siblings is around, it's off. No, no, we can't watch oh, it. Oh, they, they don't want to share. This, this guy is here. This person's here. And so, uh, yeah, first of all, my 12-year-old night. Share, yeah. First of all, the thing I'm literally the most proud of 
um, is I've raised um, a daughter who is as into any kind of uh, house hunters episode, whether it's House Hunters International, I'm talking House Hunters Renovation, I'm talking just straight up House Hunters, all 45 seasons of it. Um, Yeah, so we're burning through all of those. You like House Hunters? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you not like the golden triangle, the golden circle of TV, which is the perfect story? Carol and, and, you know, Harold... Oh my God! They've moved from Michigan with a two thousand dollar budget, but their house is four hundred fifty-five thousand dollars that they're looking for. And it's like, what? It's great. I hate the pink color. We're gonna have to make some concessions to make it work, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they always, they always hate the pink color. I just, I hate the pink color. I hate the carpet. And you're like, yeah, good call. Don't get this house. It's forty-five hundred square feet. It's got a bit of paint on it, though. So you hate watch it. You like the yellow. I the- love it. Oh, my God. It's like a sport. Yeah. It's like a I'm sport. Sure. It should be treated. House hunters should be. That's it. House hunters should be treated like a sport. You have contestants. Be at the Olympics. And what you should do is you should continually. The contestants that you enjoy the most can, should continually buy more houses and look for more houses and just dominate that real estate just market. Build that's their empire. Should. So it's like yeah. risk crossed with. That's correct. I want to see like Carol and Harold moving from Michigan to Rotterdam to find their house and then renovating it. It's the best. I love it when they the inter, House Hunters International is the absolute greatest. It's I've seen it's a bit of it. Everything. It's fish out mom. of water. It's like everyone's always from the Midwest. And they're always like, I just, but I don't know. It doesn't have the but backyard that I want. It's like joke. they're like the they came from joke. Iowa. The big joke is always that they're like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, a professional clarinetist, yeah, and exactly. you know, I'm homeless yeah. and unemployed, and yeah, our yeah. budget is three billion, right? Yeah, it's like exactly. you, nobody, nothing adds up, and the house. Obviously, you don't want to see somebody hunt for a shithole, right? So they always have to be nice places that they're looking at. But depending I, on the location, they might be looking for something a little bit different. But Mike, that's a house hunter series that we just haven't even discovered yet. Like house hunters, like. Like just shithole edition. Okay, my budget is fifteen thousand dollars, and I need a house, a four-bedroom house. Well, (laughs) let me show you downtown Detroit, and you know, just kind of going through like Camden, New Jersey, whatever, doesn't matter. So you mentioned turning house hunters into a competition, um, which leads me to another question I asked: whether people do family game nights. Now we touched on this a little bit during uh, like what people were doing to bond during quarantine. Um, but I just wonder just in general, are like family game nights a thing that still happens? You mentioned Cards Against Humanity with your children. Uh-huh. Um, yes. We play, so my youngest is a little bit too young for anything but like Candyland or a couple of those variations, which is just, you know, what? an insipid game. Too young for well, Candyland? Oh no, he's not God. too young for Candyland. He's too young for like Monopoly or Clue. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My oldest likes to play Clue, Clue, but when he's playing Clue, he doesn't doesn't like lying. So bluffing to him is like lying or like pretending you're like, the whole thing makes him nervous. Oh, really? (laughs) So it's hard to play with him. And I just get angry when he starts breaking the rules because I want to win fair and square. 
I want to beat my nine-year-old at a game oh, that I've played a thousand God. times fair and square. I don't want oh, him so to blur it out to so mommy. So if, oh. if you're like, if you're like, was it the candlestick? He'll be like, mm, maybe. And yeah, you're yeah, like, oh, God sakes. Or he'll like say, he'll like want somebody else, like mom, to, to like be on his side. Like, he doesn't realize uh, yeah, what I have. Yeah. Like, dude, you know what? I'm trying to win. I'm trying to fucking detective your ass. The game I like the most, which I think is a really good combination of like it's not as sophisticated as Monopoly, but it's but it's it's more fun than like Candyland is life. Sorry. Life. Uh, no, sorry, it's so boring. What are you talking about? Sorry, for trouble. Take so that boring. back. What no. do you mean trouble? Trouble's trouble oh, trouble's the game where you get impregnated and bubble. you don't know what to do. No, oh. you the no, but you get impre- and then you have to tell your parents. No, it's a different game. Life. Sorry, yeah. sorry, it's a that's different game. I forgot. Okay, got it. <laughs> sorry. Fifty-five percent of people do family game nights, and I should have asked, "What game do you play?" Sorry, we love sorry. We're a sorry family, and I'm not sorry. No, really, it is a great game, easy to play. Again, is though that the same my thing as age. No, but my age ranges. It's it's a it's a it's a wide range from from twelve to from twelve to six, but it's good because you can really fuck someone over, and you get the sense of understanding of like how badly, and also you get a sense of like consequences, like so you can if you really screw mistake, you can screw yeah. someone over, and someone who has no concept can really screw you back, and it's great. And that's and that's like a sort of universal concept. No, but it's a universal concept that that even someone who's there, and it's very simple. And all you're doing is counting. You can count, you know, paces, and it's that's all it is. Um, it's different from Candyland, which is like, oh, it's a green square, so go to the next green, which is like elementally simple, right? Yeah, it's, obviously. It's the next level up because you're rolling dice and you're you're picking a card. I can't remember. Um, and then, and then you have a couple of the cards. You can choose whether you want to like really screw someone else or help your own self. And it's like, I love that about the game. It's like got that moral things going on. Like, am I? How badly am I going to screw this person versus helping my own self? How often do you play this game with your family? We play it a lot. It's not obvious. Do you we have like it. designated game night? Like every Wednesday is sorry night. We don't, but we during the scary time we definitely did. We during were, the scary we were in, time. yeah, yeah. We were we were game nighting often. But now that it's not scary anymore, you're like, ah, you kids are on your own. Yeah, no, I gotta no, go honestly, do a podcast. Yeah, honestly, I gotta go. Leave me alone. I don't know when I'll be back. I'm going. Oh, be back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And of course, I'm gonna bring my mask, which I do. So the next question I asked, just really the last one before it kind of gets into a different topic altogether is and this is something i was surprised to find out that you did and a lot of people were like well not during covid well obviously right this isn't necessarily about covid for once right get your head out of covid's ass how about that do you volunteer at school or coach your kids sports teams right like little league or soccer or whatever you do do the soccer thing right yeah i'm a coach yes is your wife pta yeah oh yeah very community minded yeah I mean, not not as uh, I would say not as community minded as myself, obviously, because I've just I have so much to give. Uh, I think that's one of my faults. Uh, I give too much, if you will. Um, I'm constantly giving things like uh, opinions, 
and advice. And nobody wants. It, it's really, it's a, it's really quite beautiful. Um, and a lot of times people are like, huh, I just, I never even thought you were standing there. And yet you've given me some advice on something. You so you, you do soccer for soccer. more than one kid. You're the coach. Uh, two kids. Yes. Yep. That's correct. I don't coach because I don't have the patience um, to deal with with anyone, Um, certainly not other children that aren't mine. Um, But 54% of people are with me. They say, no, I'm not a joiner. I'm not on the PTA and I don't coach. I was surprised that it wasn't that it wasn't uh, skewed a little bit slightly the other way. But people just don't care anymore. I don't think they understand. I don't think they understand when you coach. You can yell at other people's kids free reign. It's like a hall pass. What are you doing over there? What do you get over there? Get you what the heck? Yeah, it's there a is something thing. nice, especially in the right circumstance. There is something nice about somebody else disciplining your kids for you. Mm-hmm. Not only do your kids are yeah. they more likely to listen to that person, but they yeah. get to be the bad guy. Yeah. Um, it takes you off the hook for a little while. If it's if if it's in an unsupervised situation and this person isn't a coach and somebody yelling at your kids, it's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if it's on little league or soccer or whatever, god damn it, Joey, get back! No, no. The, it, the term "hey, listen up" is used, and then then you can start calling people out. Hey, listen up, Carol. Listen up. Yeah, because my daughter's. Yeah, year? well, that's a. And it's 1932. There's no and, Carol uh, anymore. I know, I know. Well, I'm trying so, to use fictitious things do you get to protect everybody. Do you get concerned that in the future, kids are going to remember you as like the psycho sideline dad? Because I remember no, a few of mine. No, they're going to remember me as the coach who, god damn, brought us to victory three Win times. Win at all costs. Yeah. Win yeah, at and, all and costs. Start, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man, I really remember when I broke my leg and was told to just shut up and keep playing. I really, that really worked for me. No, uh, no, no, that's not my style. But I, I do enjoy when um, there's something very cool about seeing kids kind of get it when it clicks. It's cool, and we haven't always had great teams together and like. Yeah. The way the way we play, just to be really clear, it's not a competitive uh, league. It's a very, I'm going to just put it out there, it's a very progressive league. It's just everyone can play. By the way, which includes a lot of strategy. So if everyone can play, there's a lot of like, oh, God, I got to put the, you know, yeah, these are my yeah, best yeah. players, and I got to, like, make sure they're playing properly. It's actually more strategically complicated because you you're definitely trying to win. Um, but what you need you to think? make sure everyone plays. And actually, it's quite good because at the end of the day, you know, winning is a big part of things. And uh, I think, uh, but also the league, the way it's set up is great because it encourages everyone playing. It's not overly competitive, but it makes it so that it's not a joke to play. Like you kind of, everyone wants to win. You know, kind of the goal is to win, which is the correct goal if you're playing a sport. Humiliate your opponents. What is good? Yeah. Well, that's where actually I will say that that's that's where the real coaching comes in, where you're dominating a team. If you, if you if you're lucky enough to kind of like you're five goals up, and then you're like, okay, 
and you got to switch it up and start taking some of your, uh, let's say your Guard, your your not not a, not as good players and kind of putting them up front. You just so and also even score. yeah, and you kind of like you know what? Let's just let yeah. Or or you start making up rules where it's um, you have to pass four times before like you Hoosiers. can score. Yeah, that's what Gene Hackman does in Hoosiers to build team unity. You got to pass three times before you shoot. And Jimmy Chitwood's like, no, I'm gonna shoot because I'm the best player. Yeah, and I'm exactly. Take us to state. More, more importantly, is like, are we up ten nothing, five nothing? Come on. This is soccer. This is soccer. I'm yeah, you know, you gets, haven't fallen it, asleep during the middle of the game because soccer is boring. Oh my god. <laughs> Go back to England. Says says the guy who who doesn't take his kids to any sport. Look, watching soccer can be boring, but when it's your kid playing, all you want to do is rip your own skin off and actually get out there and start playing for them. Um, because have you ever done that? You know. Have you ever run out of the field during one of your kids' games and just, just slam you know one what? into the goalie? I've <laughs> I've come real close. I'm not gonna lie. I, it's not been a proud moment. It's my least proud moment. I gotta really watch myself because I get. I get pretty uh, aggressive, but luckily I'm the coach, so fuck you, everybody else on the sidelines. Do you think that you will um, coach them when they're older? Like, if you have a chance to like be an assistant coach on like, you know, the varsity team, would you do that? No, I would never be because I'd never be that good. Because I'm all, all in. I mean, like I'm playing with parents who actually have never actually played. No, but what soccer. I'm saying is, if you could retire from your lucrative career and become like a gym or like a history uh, teacher who also coaches a football team, uh, would you do that? You know what? If it got my kids a scholarship to the school I want them to go to, yes. Well, yeah, you have to call Lori Laughlin to get that. I think that you have to sign them up for crew, a fake fake uh, crew scholarship. She's fully in jail, and so is her husband, right? For that, for that very specific thing. No, uh, she didn't go and she didn't. She wasn't a coach. She just paid for her kids to yeah, be yeah, on yeah. But they, but they worked with like coaches to give them like phantom athletic scholarships even though they never played those games i believe i didn't read a lot beyond the headlines because I, don't my, <laughs> I don't want my opinion of Lori lofton to be tainted okay. i remember her from rad for the rest of my life first of but, all yeah yeah first of all she she did great in full house and fuller house but uh, at the same time sorry you got caught you got to do the time so you reminded me of something. So over the weekend, I showed my son Over the Top, which is an arm wrestling movie with uh, with uh, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yep. yep. It was a lot of that. Where he works out in his cab. Yeah, he works out in the truck, yeah. And the kid's a real snot-faced for a little while until, he, until they bond. It's really a remarkable film. But isn't that also the premise of Rocky V? Sort of. No, there were a lot of similarities, right, between this movie. Yeah, I know. That's why I hadn't seen Over the Top in a while. But the main similarity is that during the climactic athletic match, um, the kid who plays his son, which in Rocky V is actually his his son, Sage Stallone, is cheering him on. Just like Rocky V. Come on, Dad. Come on, Dad. You can do it. Rocky Five is one of the funniest movies that's ever been it's made. His actual son also in Rocky Five. Yeah, no, but not in Over the Top. I said in Rocky the Five. Rocky Five uh, is his son. Over the Top. It's a really gifted uh, Haley. It's Haley Joel Osment. Ten years before he was born, actually. Is it? No. No. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Can, did I tell you? My uh, I had the best. Oh, it was so good. My wife. We were driving this summer, 
And she said that there was a movie in which Haley Joel Osment was where it was just like some random kid and it was in the last like eight years. And I was like, you know, Haley Joel Osment's like, like 43 <laughs> or 49. He's like, she's like, no, no, it's Haley Joel Osment. He's a little kid and it's like a special movie. And I'm like, I know, but that movie came out in like 2014 and Haley Joel Osment's like 40 or 30 or whatever. Oh my God. There was a lot of tension only to be broken. <laughs> Did you Google by, it? Oh, yeah. During the car ride, which it was like this, and then the silent yeah, yeah. putting the so phone on the lap. Oh, the my movie? God. Oh, my God. There's nothing. I mean, honestly, I, that stayed with me clearly. As the silent putting the phone on the lap. Hey, does anyone need something to eat back there? Yeah. Is everybody okay? Would you just, just stop being loud and just, You're just trying not to grin too hard? No, no, I'm this is yeah, I was what was the movie? It was uh oh fuck, I can't remember. It was some really stupid bullshit movie. How dumb would you kid. be? How dumb would you feel if you found out that Haley Joel Osment had a child who was now eight who was in that movie? Well, so what I was saying, which which is kind of the the humorous part was I was saying wait is Haley Joel Osment the dad in it and she was kind like of no what are you what are you talking about he's the son and I'm like Haley Joel Osment is the son well what is it like it's a kid or a grown man and she's like it's a kid I'm like well he's 42 and she's like no he's not <laughs> and uh, and that in was, her in her mind I'm he's wrong. so gifted he is just he plays every kid in every movie. It was six cents from 15 years ago. It was the best. Oh, honestly, you know what? I'm going to just live on that one. And just the silent phone on the lap. That's all I needed. You know what, ladies? That's all you need. Just give us a victory. Every once in a while, just, you know, you can get it. And then once you realize you're wrong, just, just walk out the room and be like, you know what? doesn't matter anymore this nope. is a stupid argument and it doesn't matter and we'll know we'll have all the information we need thank you so much um so there are only two more questions i i asked and i saved them because i think they are going to be part of a bigger topic for us down the line i think we're gonna have to do um an episode on religion and raising your kids with religion or not okay. um i was raised catholic okay. Um, I'm not raising my kids with religion at the moment, even though years ago my mom called me and begged me to get my son baptized. <laughs> I said, uh, uh, no. I said, no, I won't be doing that. They're not baptized. They are not baptized. Neither um, I. But I asked, I asked people if they say grace with every meal, and um, 19% said they say grace with every meal. Now, look, that is not a deal breaker. Just because you don't say grace with every meal, which I think is a pretty hardcore religious thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Like my parents who are fairly religious, like when we visit them, right. like if it's Christmas and Easter, they'll say grace on Thursday night in March. That's not right. happening. Um, but I also asked if people go to church um, and 78% said no. 78%? Shocked me. Well, first of I, all, your uh, Instagram audience and the listeners to the show are highly non-religious yeah exactly highly educated (laughs) 
And and you know what? I think uh, we'll we'll get into this, but uh, I think I'm there's gonna definitely ask, I'm a, gonna ask a place for religion. I think it's I think religion is totally fine, uh, but uh, extremism is is the problem that we got. Well, that is, that is that is certainly true. But we are going to get into that in another episode. I'm going to ask some some more specific questions about it. I did cause a little controversy because in the poll question, I said church and I used it as a Jesus or no and Jesus. I I was informed by dozens upon dozens of people that I was not being very inclusive because there is there are temples and mosques and celebrity centers, which is where the Scientologists <laughs> go, right? And all this kind of stuff. What I was really just, you know, using the word, the character count limit and just using a catch-all, right? But people got very upset. I think there's a lot of meat on the bone when it comes to a, religious, a religion episode. Could get pretty controversial. Could get pretty, 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 depending on how rude I am about it. You know, because I have a tendency sometimes to be a jerk. I don't know if you knew that about me. Every once in a while, I can be a little jerky. You know what, Mike? That's not true. And that's just an old wives tale. So I appreciate that, Pete. Yeah. Appreciate that very much. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody who responded to the many poll questions I asked. I did ask them to send me. Um, I've asked people several times to send me potential topics for the future. Um, so if, if you're listening to this, we were always looking for for more topics and you can leave that feedback on YouTube or on Apple, or you can DM me um, on Instagram. You can listen to this on Apple, Spotify, anywhere else you get your podcast. You can leave us five-star reviews wherever you want. Even if it's like in the bathroom stall, just make sure you're wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. Five stars. Yeah, that yeah. a very podcast. Yeah, yeah. I brought my pen and my mask to the bathroom the to stall? just specifically. You're Sharpie. Yeah. 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 To real. Well, you like know. linoleum. How about my drip, my drip pen, my specific, it's a specific pen for graffiti to write your name. So that will drip when you, you want to drip pen, you got to tag it, but you know, you know, the tags that you've seen the yeah. tags and they drip that there's a specific pen. Well, I think it started as spray paint, but then someone created a pen that was, was uh, actually Banksy? created. Well, in that style, yeah, kind of. It wasn't Banksy because. Uh, Are you Banksy? You know what? Let's end this right now. Do you understand me? <laughs> I think Let's I fucking end this right now. I stumbled upon something. Oh, no. No one's fault. Yeah. All right. Listen to us wherever you want. Just make sure you listen to us and uh, topic suggestions. And also, here's the thing you must know we love you. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Wow, what a nice way to end. Bye-bye.